Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is Wolfpack Watch for Tar Heel Talk. Um, you know the whole spiel. It's me, AJ, and Tap. We're uh, three lifelong friends who, when it comes to football season, we don't really uh, get along too much. But we're just going to jump right into it. Um, we've taken a few weeks off, but we are back to recap the past two weeks. A lot has happened, and we are going to get right into it. So if it's okay with y'all, I'm just going to go on a little rant here for a little bit because the, uh, like John Whitley likes to say, the temperature is getting hot in Chapel Hill. Um, coming in t- two weeks ago, uh, y'all are sit to know, feeling hot. Sky was the limit. We were talking, last time we talked, y'all boys were talking about college football playoff opportunities, Drake May for Heisman. Um, but boy, did the tides turn. Y'all lost. Yeah. We uh we got the wind taken out of our sails, that's for sure, very quickly. Um, but the fact of the matter is the Tar Heels are six and two and lost their last two games and they still have a better record than the Wolfpack. Yeah, let's talk about those two losses real quick, bud. Um those two teams, one being UVA. And the other being Georgia Tech this past weekend, um, with a combined record, I kid you not, one and five plus three and four, that is four and nine overall. Y'all had more wins than both of them combined. And guess what? UVA's one win was against William and Mary. Honestly, pretty sad. We've been texting about it all week. Patrick's been MIA. AJ's been the only one responding. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty rough, fellas. I don't know. I can't wait to see what excuses y'all come up with. But your uh, star, your star too. Uh, we have everything ahead of us still. We have we can go ten and two. Um, I will say I think those two losses are inexcusable. Um, you don't lose to a UVA or a Georgia Tech team um, if you say you're, you know, the program's set, the culture's set. Um, and we had a, you know, we've been told we have a really good football team. And the fact of the matter is, is it doesn't seem like our defense is on the same page, although they did look great in six straight games. Um, we've been told that this team is different than prior seasons. Uh, we have ACC championship capabilities and big time bowl game capabilities. That's looking slimmer and slimmer as the two weeks go on. Um, nothing against Drake May. He's been playing great football, and I think he's still going to get drafted in the top, I would say, top three. Um, he's done phenomenal um, all season. But got- the defense has taken tremendous steps back in the last two weeks, and it's really, really unfortunate um, as a UNC fan when you think this is going to be the season. Um, but the – you know, the temperature's getting warm. I wouldn't say it's hot, but we've got a 
you know, we've got to share that we've got maturity and turn this thing around even after two, the just absolutely deflating losses. Um, but we still have big time football ahead of us with a chance to be 10 and two. So if you want to look at it on a bright side after, you know, getting a few days to calm down after probably thinking some stuff that I shouldn't have been thinking, um, we still have the pieces um we were in both of those games at the very end and you know you think good teams pull out games that they don't play good in um and we did it uh neither time um so it is what it is we lost two games that we were thinking that we should have won no doubt and here we are sitting at six and two i got a question for uh maybe aj i would say I don't know what y'all think about this, but I would say Musket and King maybe outplayed Drake May. I know uh, they, I looked at the QBRs. Um, I know they both had higher. What would, you, what would you have to say about that? You just think Drake May is a little bit off? or I mean, no. I'm not going to compare those guys to – Drake May has been playing fine football. Honestly, I feel pretty bad for him the last two games. I, I think he's played – Really well. I think the Virginia game, there was a ton of drops. Six um, drops. Yep. Which just, you know, hurts his QBR, his completion percentage. Um, just a lot of screw-ups on our end. And it definitely comes down to defense at the end of the day. Um, our offense still produces, I think. Um I think Drake's making plays. I think we have other guys who are still making plays on the offensive side of the ball. I think Amarian's been great all year. Um, just kind of crazy. Uh, didn't expect this last two weeks. It's definitely a punch in the gut as a UNC fan. Um, yeah, you, you get that slight bit of hope, like, wow, maybe this is like the team that would go undefeated and run the table, and that's not true. Uh, we are not going to be in the college football playoff, and our chances to make the ACC championship are, as Patrick said, getting slimmer. Um, but when we are clicking, we've shown that we can hang with anyone in the country. Um but just inexcusable defensive play the last two weeks. Just, in my mind, a lack of discipline and effort and focus. I mean, there's just no way we should give up 31 points to the worst team in the ACC and then turn around and play Georgia Tech and let them hang 46 on our head after we're we go up 14-0 in the first quarter. Um, very strange, frustrating. But, you know, they're college football players, and at the end of the day, fun thing about sports is that you get to come back together and play next week. And, you know, like Patrick said, we're 6-2. and two. Pretty, pretty solid record. Um, and we have a chance to be 10-2. and two. Um do I think that's going to happen? That's up to our defense. Um, I think we know we're going to get on the offensive side of the ball. I think we just need to regroup and 
start, you know, I don't know. I mean, I mean you, it's just, it's you, got, you got a cupcake and Campbell. That comes at the perfect time. Just y'all got to figure some shit out for sure. But uh, the uh, one thing I wanted to point out, the crowd against the UVA game was embarrassing. It was, uh, it was like a high school football game in North Carolina. There was absolutely nobody there. And that's inexcusable for a top 10 team. And guess what? Now you aren't ranked anymore, which is real cute. Yeah, you haven't been ranked this season, Tap. I don't think you have much to stand on year end, brother, even though you just beat a, a team that is 500 on the year. I'm sure you got your britches pumped up for that one. Oh, yeah. It was hey, a fall break that weekend, um, UVA weekend. I was on campus. It was pretty desolate. We're a very large public school. A lot of people come from out of state. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were missing uh, a little bit of the crowd for sure. Well, yeah, let's let's talk about NC State's first win in a couple weeks. No, that's not true. Uh, first big win in a couple weeks. Uh, second time in three years we've taken down the Tigers. Um, pretty well balanced game, I would say. I mean, I've come to realize that our offense is nothing special in the slightest and we kind of rely on those bid plays and those bid plays come from our uh, best playmaker casey concepcion i've uh mentioned him name his name probably every week he is a lightning bolt of uh energy and yeah he just makes he makes things happen for our offense and makes mj morris's life a heck of a lot easier um he had uh, 50 rushing yards and five receptions for 83 yards, I believe, with two TDs. And that was basically our whole offense. Minus him, I think we put up 88 total yards without him. So those, 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 those bid plays is, is what makes us a competent football team, match with our defense. Um, obviously, Peyton Wilson – the huge play in the third quarter um, got the pit sits against Cade Plubnick. Cade Plubnick is also just booty. He is not a good quarterback, and he will not be with the Tigers next year. Um, the Payton made uh, special plays, and uh, again, ACC linebacker of the week. He is easily the front runner for defensive player of the year. Um, and not much more to say about Clemson game. I mean. Was, uh, Can we all the, agree that Clemson has taken a significant step backwards in the last? Man, they got Garrett Riley, and he has been – I mean, their <laughs> offense has been horrendous. Horrible. I wish we yeah. would have gotten Cade Klubnik, uh this version of Cade Klubnik in the ACC championship game last year. He was fired in y'all last year. Yeah, it was yeah, nice. Yeah, and y'all didn't plan for him at all. Um, but yeah, Clemson is, Clemson is not themselves anymore. And they, they brought in that new OC, Garrett Riley. That's his name. And he really has not done anything, for, especially for what they're paying him. Um, yeah, Clemson's, I mean, y'all have them in what, two weeks at Clemson? Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, that game's going to be big for y'all. I mean, Y'all got Campbell next week, but y'all should get right back on the win column. 
Um, but then you go right into the gauntlet of Duke, Clemson, and uh, NC State. So it's gonna be tough to finish out the year. We got we yeah, got back to the uh, the Georgia Tech game. We didn't give up a point in two quarters, and they scored forty six total. They were up fourteen to zero too. They scored twenty four points in the second quarter and twenty two in the fourth quarter. I stopped watching after the first quarter. I uh, well, I I went to a Halloween party, so well, I was in Bobby Dodd, and it was just a gut punch. I mean, I think we like throughout the entire game, I feel mega confident, especially being up ten in the third quarter, and then just a complete defensive collapse in the fourth, and. We've been saying it all year when we've been winning is how good Gene Chizik and Phil and Chip Lindsay have been at making adjustments at halftime and not the last two weeks. Um, they haven't adjusted anything and it's been, you know, it's been shown in the win and loss column. Um, I, there's not much to say. Like you don't, you don't know what's going on in the locker room, but it's just like, if you're a program that is going to do successful things and be in the conversation come December, you have, you have to win those games. You have to win the games that you're supposed to win. And we just lost two in a row that we were heavy favorites in. And it's been a consistent theme throughout Mac Brown's era, unfortunately, is he can't, it seems like in double double digit favorites, and it's just hard to get the boys to lock in and focus throughout the week. Um, and it's came to bite our season, bite our bite our seasons in the tail. Um, but I didn't. It know is what it is. We're here, six and two. I didn't know you were out of the game. How was the uh, atmosphere? It was probably seventy percent full. Um, they had a good student section. They were. Chirping our section for sure. Um, some... Did y'all see? Did y'all see the UNC dude run onto the field? Y'all, I'm sure y'all saw that video. Yeah, I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, dude? I obviously just wasn't a fan. <laughs> he had a UNC shirt and he was out there celebrating with all the Georgia Tech fans. It was funny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> y'all got to get back on track. I don't know what to tell you. Um, well, yeah, about... we. I think we still have a good football team and we're still going to be able to win football games with Drake May, but the defense is uh, going to have to get it back together. They need to come to Jesus meeting um, and maybe, I don't know, like a player led meeting. I don't know what needs to happen, but they have given up the same or just slightly above um, points per game than last season at this point in the season. Um, they're giving up like 29 points a game in the ACC right now. Um, so you see improvement, you see massive improvement early on. And then I don't even just like what happens. It's, it makes no sense. It's really playing and unsettling as a UNC fan. I mean, I don't even know what it's like. I'm, I'm confused and speechless. Um, last two Sundays have sucked. How's Tez? Tez uh, is day to day right now. 
He took a big shot, um, which I hate to say, but I think we win that ball game if he holds on to the ball. But he took a big shot. He was in the hospital, uh, but he got released. And I think he's a day-to-day as well as um, Nate McCollum is day-to-day right now. I was about to say, Nate McCollum against his former team did a whole bunch of nothing. Did he get hurt early on or what? I don't know if he got hurt. He only had one reception for two yards. Um, and then we were throwing in a freshman who caught a touchdown pass. So he could have yeah. got hurt. I'm assuming and he's in the injury report this week. So he's also day to day. We'll see I if he's able to come back and play uh, against Campbell. But I I it doesn't matter. The, uh, the offense isn't the issue. Even if we didn't have, you know, I mean, we beat Campbell regardless, I think. I hope. Good Lord. Um, but I, Drake May is able to spread the ball around um, enough to where I don't think, you know, receiver – that's just not the issue at hand right now. It's getting the defense back to playing like they were at the beginning of the season. Um, and I don't know. I don't, I don't know how much hope I have, but they've done it this season. So I hope that they can get it together and we can make something out of this season. Um, we don't have the ACC championship. is not in our hands anymore, but it's definitely not out of the possibilities. Uh, we just have to win. We have to win out. Freaking Virginia Tech is 3-1 in the ACC and in third place right now. How wild <laughs> is that? And they're 4-4 four and four overall. I mean, yeah, they're just not going to make the ACC championship. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely going to be Louisville, but – that was a big one for Louisville. They, if, shut out, they shut out Duke. I was so if Miami beats Louisville and we went out, we make the ACC championship. What is the well, – how does that tiebreaker work? Oh, uh, y'all, we beat Pitt and they lost to Pitt. And y'all beat Miami. And they beat – and they lost to Miami. Okay. That made sense. I mean, do, do we kind of have an outside chance of making it? I mean – do you know we don't because you can't score? Yeah, oh, we can score. Though. I just told you, big play, big play. KC, it's all you need I to know. know. You have one guy. I just MJ Morris is he went 11 for 20. MJ Morris went 11 for 20. He's just like to watch those games, they've got to be so slow and agonizing. Yeah, I just enjoy watching our defense. Um. Offense is obviously off to a slow start the whole season. We had a lot of we had a lot of Brendan come in there. Um, he didn't really do a whole lot. I think he rushed for maybe like fifteen yards or something. Um, I get but, yeah, he got sacked. That's that got calculated into that. But but um, <laughs> he actually came in a lot. I don't know. I don't know what we do about MJ. He just doesn't have enough time back there. Our O line struggling. We've been moving pieces uh, around the O line yeah, all run game. Yeah, our our run game is Michael Allen, and he really non-existent. I mean, y'all's damn running back is filthy. Also, I watched y'all's game back. Uh, what's his name? Nesbit is a G. I don't know if he was just open, but I saw him make play after play for y'all. Yeah. Yeah, he had a good game, but he also dropped one, a big one. But uh, 
Yeah, Bryson Nesbitt's good, and he'll be back next year along with Amarion, which is a good thing. Amarion will be very, very, very highly touted in the offseason. Yeah. All right, so you're you're talking about defense, Pat. What what do you do to fit it? Do you dial up more pressure? Do you uh, change up schemes? I mean, like we got to stop the run is the biggest, the, the main thing for sure. We got to be able to stop the run. We haven't done it the last two weekends. They've just been running all over us, and then against. Um, Against Georgia Tech, we were having, in the fourth quarter, tons of pre-snap problems. They were running tempo on us, and we weren't able to get the call down in time, and everyone was confused. Almost the exact, like, look just like last year, um, which, you know, Gene Chizik said in his press conference, he thought they were uh, they thought they were done with that, but he said it's on him. They got to they gotta get the call in, and everybody's got to be on the same page, but they were not able to do that in the fourth quarter last week, so... Back at the drawing board, um, I'm sure that the boys are getting absolutely crucified in the film room. Um, let's hope they're mature enough to take that criticism and turn it into a positive. Yeah. Uh, AJ, you got anything to add to that? No, not really. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> the boys are deflated. Goodness gracious. I mean, it's freaking weird, dude. It's really just crappy and and to stay positive. I mean, we're six and two, and we can definitely turn something. Like, we could bring, like, the whole fan base is insanely deflated. It's been kind of awful to read the boards uh, because people take stuff way out of context. Um, But, you know, we have to get on the winning train, and then we have to beat Duke, and then it's just it's easy as that, and then everybody's right back into it, pumped up for the Clemson game. The whole fire Mac Brown, fire everyone, is just so blasphemous. Drake May, Drake May, we here, we would not be close. Like we would be a five hundred team every year without Mac Brown. Like it's there's no question. He's gone to the Orange Bowl. Because he can recruit. He's not a good football coach. We <laughs> tap won a national championship. Yeah, at Texas. Yeah. yeah. He, so you just said he's not a good football coach. That was he's awesome. done more in four years than Dave Dorian's done in 11. We right. went to an Orange Bowl and went to an ACC championship. Y'all haven't been to an ACC championship in 25 years. Because you're in the Coastal Division. Okay, well, guess what? We're right back. We're, they changed it this year, and we still have a better chance of making the ACC championship than NC State does. You want to know a stat line for you, bud? In Dave Dorn's tenure, we have the third most ACC wins out of anybody. And, you know, who's in front of us, Clemson and Florida State. In the past, they have literally nothing to show for it. Haven't had a one 10-win season in the history of your school. Bro, because we have to play Clemson every year. That's, oh. that's, and guess what? We don't have to anymore. The schedule came out. We play them three times over the next seven years. Also, we play. I the, bet the, you still don't go to an ACC championship. I bet we will. Florida State. Florida State's got their good years here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Y'all made y'all made y'all made reams for losing the Orange Bowl. Congrats. How about Dave Doran just talking shit to Steve Smith? Hell yeah, he did. That is so that so so stupid. He was on this. The game was being televised on the CW network. 
And yep. Steve Smith went to Utah, bro. <laughs> and don't call our school a basketball school. Stop being so sensitive and have to rebuttal that. It's just like, who cares? About the weirdest, the weird, and then he, and then he kept talking about it in the post game. I absolutely love it. I don't know what y'all are yelling about. I absolutely. It's Steve Smith. He has nothing to do with the university. Yeah, it, don't talk crap. Everyone talks shit about state. Dave Dorn was like, well, "Why did we get so ticked off?" Because Steve Smith said something. I don't know. Dave was talking about all the negativity negativity we've got in the past couple of weeks, and he's Steve Smith said that on game day. Yeah, I mean, you're not playing good football. Your offense sucks. I don't know <laughs> what he's talking about. Yeah, I don't know. Steve Smith still lives in Charlotte, and I mean, Dave Dorn told exactly like y'all are like seven and one, and like. This ain't no basketball. Like, it ain't a football school either, Dave. Yeah, it's a fucking. We're, we're, we're five and three. We're one behind y'all. There's not much more you can say. Okay. Yeah, well, we are about to lose this week football. to Miami. We're not losing shit. Carter, Carter, eight p.m. I cannot wait to have John Whitley on in a few. But yeah, we can talk about uh, next week's games for a little bit, and then we're going to have John Whitley on for a second time uh, this season just because he is the lone Miami fan um, <laughs> that we all know, and I'm probably everyone listening also. But uh, we'll talk about uh, the games next week real quick. Tap, what are you uh, looking forward to in the NC State-Miami game? Um, I think the line opened up at 3 uh, obviously, we got Miami coming into town. I think it already jumped up to four. Um, so, what I've seen from Miami so far, I didn't really watch the Virginia game, but also Virginia took them down to the ropes. I mean, they went to OT. I think Tyler Van Dyke has been playing some subpar football. And I think it's kind of going to, like I said earlier, it's kind of we're kind of going to rely on our defense a little bit. Um get pressure on Tyler Van Dyke. I mean, that's really up to Peyton Wilson. I mean, against Clemson, we made, we created havoc in the backfield for Cape Talmud all, all game long, and I think that's a big thing against Tyler Van Dyke. I know they got some playmakers on the outside, so limiting them to those big plays is also going to be key. Um, but Carter's going to be Carter, – the Carter's going to be popping. Um, like I said, 8 p.m., ACC Network. Uh on offense, I don't know what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to generate something um, from the run game. Again, if that's putting KC Concepcion back there and handing the ball off, I mean, we just got to get him the ball as much as physically possible. Um, against Clemson at halftime, he got banged up in like the last play before half. And Dave Dorn, Dave Dorn walked off the field with him and was like, KC, I need you to finish this game. Uh, we need you. And Casey is like, there's no chance I'm ever coming out. So he's a dog, and we need him to keep being a dog because that's basically our whole offense. Um, but other than that, just rely on the defense. We got to win the turnover battle. That's one thing MJ's done good at so far, is or at least in this last game, he had no turnovers. So just keep care of the ball and uh, let Tyler Van Dyke mess up when we put pressure on him. That's my game plan. We'll see what happens. Um, hopefully we hit, we bring out some cool jerseys. Uh, 
heard whispers that we are uh, going to bring out something new. So we'll see. Are they glowing uh, in the dark? Of course. Nah. It should be interesting. It's uh, so much like you just key on Casey Concepcion. He's the literally lone bright spot in State's offense. Um, but yeah, I don't see y'all scoring many points in this game with uh, their D line. But we'll see. Uh, yeah, y'all, y'all have a shot for sure with the defense. But there's also a good chance you could get blown out. You never know, State. Going to UNC, we got Campbell this weekend. Um, noon game. Not much to be said there. Although we said the same thing about UVA. Uh, this is just get right game for us. Um, get us back in the win column. Uh, you know, I, once again, I would like to see some younger players get out on the field against Campbell. Um, us show that we aren't deflated and not going to let these two losses derail the season. Um, is what I'm most excited to look for. Um, and then maybe getting Connor Harrell in there to play the quarterback position to see what we have for next year um, as Drake May is going to be gone. Um, but, yeah, I just hope that we come out not flat and, you know, we just go and handle business against Campbell. Um, I don't think there's – even if we did come out flat, there's any way that we lose that ball game. If we do lose that ball game, then I will say fire background. What is – what is the spread out for that game yet? I'm looking at Campbell's schedule right now. I mean, they, they're, uh, four, they're four and four. It's pretty – I mean, notable games. They lost the Elon. They lost the William and Mary. Then they beat the Citadel. So, yeah, y'all should handle business there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not much need to be said. No, it should be like a 56 to 7 game. Um, so, let's get back in the win column and – then get prepared for Duke coming to Keenan Stadium, which is on another seven-day hold, which is the third home game we've had on a seven-day hold, which is just stinks for a fan to make plans. But we'll see. I'm going to that game. I haven't made my mind up, but we'll see. We'll see if I go or not. Let me know. You said you're AJ, going? do you have anything to add? Uh, no, not at all. Take care of business. Move on. All right, cool. Um, I think we're going to get into the guest for the week. Uh, like we mentioned, John's going to be back on as State takes on Miami. Um, should be should be interesting. John's very hyped up right now after winning his last two ball games. Miami's looking like a, a competitor for the ACC championship as well. And it's going to be a big game. So we're going to get right into John. See you soon. got uh, another guest for you this week uh, by the name of John Whitley. Uh, he's two-time podcast guest because he's the only guy from Miami that, or Miami fan we know. Um, he's riding high after taking two L's in a row 
maybe we can feel that again. Um, but they beat Clemson and Georgia Tech in the past two weekends. And no, sorry, Clemson and Virginia. Barely, barely squeezed. Um, and they've got the Wolfpack this weekend in Raleigh. So we're going to let Taff and uh, John hash that out, um, and we'll get his opinion on the UNC football team's collapse the past two weekends. Um, but we'll lead it off with John. What are you? Uh, what are you thinking about the Hurricanes right now after Michigan sure Wednesday? Say I think we're all singing a different tune than we were about two weeks ago in Chapel Hill on that night when I had about 30 guys drowning me. We're looking at 9-0. and We're looking at 9-0. and And then Carolina goes and lays a couple eggs. Virginia at home at Georgia Tech. Miami's won two in a row. State needed somebody to get them off the CW network, so they called Miami and said, all right, we'll get you a night game. We feel bad for you. Let's get you off the CW. Bring in the big boys. Super Bowl boys coming to town. The U is coming to Raleigh. Bare, barely squeaked by last one, bud. Every hey. time it is Virginia, what the heck is going on down in Charlottesville? Never apologize for winning. That's true. Hey, two two of these teams have beaten Virginia, and one of them lost. So uh, we're on the right side of things there. But, you know, that game, 8 p.m. One, in Raleigh. One of these teams has beaten Miami, and – the, the same team is going to beat state. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Trust me. But uh, yeah, 8 p.m. in Raleigh, John. I'm very excited. I know we'll be telegating together, uh, but the shit talk will be fierce. Um, but I'm just going to jump right into it. I don't. I was saying earlier to these boys, our offense has been struggling, but I think we're going to rely on our defense against y'all. Um, I think y'all kind of do the same thing a little bit with y'all's defense. I know Tyler Van Dyke's been struggling. Um, so it should be an interesting one in Raleigh. I don't know uh, what you think about it, but I think we're going to try to get pressure on TBD as much as possible and uh, make his life difficult back there. Um, so that's kind of my game plan coming into it. I don't know what you think about it. I know the line opened up at four. I think that's pretty reasonable. No, it opened at three and went up to four already. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're honestly pretty similar teams. Definitely better on defense. I would give Miami's offense a slight edge. Uh, Even with State winning on Saturday against Clemson, they had 200 yards, which is insane that they won a game with 200 yards. And Clemson had, like, close to 350. But I think Clemson ended up turning it over two times and State didn't. I think that's honestly what it comes down to for Miami. Tyler Van Dyke's thrown seven picks in three weeks, and he threw six the previous uh, 16 games. Um, so he's he missed the game after Carolina. He missed the um, Clemson game, started true freshman. So he's obviously hurt. He didn't look healthy Saturday. They say he's fine. Um, but if he goes in the state and throws two or three picks, I'll be nervous. If he throws one or less, I think Miami – can win by 10 or so. Mm. I was going to say the key to the game is 100%. Miami, it's in Miami's. Miami's going to be control of the game. Um, If they don't turn the ball over, they win. I agree. Uh, Four against Carolina. 
four against Carolina and five against Georgia Tech. They had, in their two losses, they had nine turnovers and still should have won the Georgia Tech game and were in a really good spot at halftime against Carolina. Just got to take care of the ball, plain and simple. Yeah, that's what I would try. I would try to control the game. I would try to chew as much clock as you can if you're Miami and just try to try to dominate possession. Um, I don't think you need to be worried about MJ Morris back there. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to hear. Until he comes in and throws four TDs on Miami's head, he is not throwing four touchdowns. <laughs> He threw four touchdowns he against. He completed eleven passes last game, so four touchdowns. That's like he threw two touchdowns over a third. Of huh? Two touchdowns from eleven completions last week. Both to KC Concepcion. Which is up right now? I'm saying touchdowns, eleven completions. <laughs> I'm saying give him twenty completions. That's four touchdowns. Tap was yeah, uh, I mean, crowd pretty good at the Clemson game. Yeah, it was rocking. Uh, I yeah, good crowd on Saturday, pretty sure. Yeah, we always have a good crowd, especially against Clemson. Uh, Backer Road rivalry, I believe it's what it's called. Yeah, that's right. Um, Tobacco Road rivalry. No, that's not right. Yeah, it is. It's it's textile bowl. It's textile yeah, bowl. Dude. Clemson is in South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, that's double. Uh, thanks, John. But um, yeah, uh, we've been Clemson twice in the past three years, which is big under Dave Dorn. Um, so yeah, I don't really. There's not much to say about Clemson. We uh, obviously offense looked difficult, but we'll see if we turn that around. It's Miami. I know Miami's got a good defense. Um, but we're going to be rocking. So. I thought it was a huge win for State. I know it's kind of like crap on Clemson year. I mean, they've lost four games to four pretty good teams. Um, they're definitely down, I mean, they were, but it's still, it's still they Clemson. Still, they still have good players. Yeah, um, they're still 10-point favorites. Yeah, still 10-point favorites. I mean, I was very nervous coming in, um, and then we kind of got off to a hot start. And like you said, we had 200 total yards on offense, John, and KC Concepcion had more than half of those by himself, which is wild to think about. Without KC, we had 88 total yards. So, Yeah, he's a problem. That's pretty much all Miami's coaches were talking about today is, is him. Um, yep. He's a problem. Him and, him and, what's y'all's – Next year would be pretty good. What's y'all's uh, little wide receiver? I think he's Strepo. Yeah, he's a Strepo. He's, he's a dog. Yeah, he's a good player. Uh, Van Dyke just locks onto him and throws a hundred interceptions because he wants to throw to him. It's insane, but he has like double Dude, the targets. Get that game! Come on. Yeah. Yeah, it better be. He threw for I think I sent y'all the screenshot like three fifty and four touchdowns. Two years ago as a freshman against them. That was kind of like his that was kind of a big deal. State was five and one and Miami was two and four. And it was like his he hadn't had a good start and he went on the presser and was like uh he's like, Yeah, State's defense doesn't really impress me. And they talked a bunch of trash on Twitter and then TVD went out there and 
lit them up. I was at that, I was at that game. That game was tough in Miami. I was so hyped to be there, and we basically we jumped off sides on like a field goal or some shit that y'all missed, and then that ended up y'all ended up hitting it after that. Uh, Devin we, Carter, Devin Carter dropped a either yeah. third or fourth down wide open. Mm-hmm. After that, I was ready for him to y'all be gone, and now I don't even think he's doing anything in West Virginia anymore. But um, yeah. Tyler Van Dyke lit us up two years ago. Was that two years ago or last year? Two years. Yeah. So we'll see what he does against us. Um, so yeah, him and MJ might have a little battle on their hands. We'll see. I give the uh, slight edge to TVD. Got more experience, but again, I like our defense coming in this game. Um, I think we can lean on them. Obviously, Peyton Wilson. I've, Dave Dorn last year when we were so bad on offense said. Our defense has to score for us to win a football game. So, if we have to rely on that, we're going to have to rely on that. But I believe in Peyton Wilson. He can do it by himself pretty much. So, we'll see. They hadn't beat Miami since Russell Wilson, Wilson's freshman year. Oh, wow. Russell Wilson's freshman year. What you that? Like 20... 2008. They haven't beaten Miami in that long? In 15 years, yeah. Well, I mean, they only played four times. But I'm going to gas it up a little bit to make, make it sound better. I was about to say, we barely play y'all. What? I'd say this is uh, this is definitely your biggest game of the season, Tap. I think our, like, up-to-date. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. It's always the biggest game of the season is when we play Chapel Hill. Cause we like to whoop up on y'all, but... I mean, we have... Uh, this is uh, high stakes. Five yeah, and three. For sure. Got a chance to beat. You know, I think Miami's a great football team, honestly, when TVD is healthy and, you know, not knock. making better plays. But, yeah, we can, we can knock, we can knock Miami out of the ACC race a little bit. That'd be bad for us. Get the bowl eligibility. I was kind of worried about that last time we talked two weeks ago. Um, I said we would have to beat one of Clemson, UNC, and Miami. I think we'd get one on the road. But beating Clemson was a little bit of a uh, uh, surprise, I would say. Not a surprise. I was not really expecting it. Um, So, yeah, I'm happy where we're at right now, Uh, considering the circumstances. I mean, the three losses that we have are all to three really good football teams. So, I'm liking – Liking the trajectory of the football season, and we can definitely finish strong, especially with a win on Miami. John, what's your uh, what's your take on the Tar Heels collapse the last two weekends? I didn't say much. <laughs> well, as happy as I might have been, it's the fourth Absolutely. quarter against Georgia Tech was the most wild thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, I'm talking like. I don't think they had a play under 10 yards <laughs> besides yeah, the first thing goal from the one for a touchdown. Like, I mean, it was like 10, 12, 50, 30. Like, I mean, it was – I don't know if it was uh, conditioning or just like the pace or – I mean, the defense just did a 180 to last year. Um, I feel bad for Drake May. He played that kind of game and you give up 50. I definitely didn't see it coming. Yeah, yeah, brutal. Especially uh, how we started the game and look like it's going to be, and we win handily, and then we give up 
24 or 22 points or 24 points in the fourth quarter. And yeah, like you said, it was just thrashing yeah, was us every play. It was 14 0 Carolina and Hampton's averaging 10 a, 10 a pop, like That's easy. And we go up 14 0. We're controlling the game. Hampton's running great. And everything just changes in the second quarter. And immediately you could feel George Sachs got all this momentum. Hank I just King don't know. He is good. Yeah. Yeah. Tough he kid. was big time out of high school to Texas A&M. He was, he was big time. They got rid of him last year. But he's uh, he was either a high four-star or a five-star. He was big time. Yeah, yeah, that big play against y'all too. George officially has our freaking number. Good Lord. Yeah, I, I do hate it for Drake May. I mean, do y'all think do y'all think it's like, like let's say Carolina loses two of three to Duke, Clemson State, no ACC championship, eight or nine solid bowl. I mean, could y'all see Mac riding off with Drake? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, I've said it throughout the whole season. I could see it being Max last year just because he doesn't have. Um... Doesn't have Drake coming back next season, but honestly, I think it's less likely if we have a subpar season. Um, I think if we make the ACC championship um, and play in a good bowl game, then I could see him leaving because he can say, hey, I took the program to from where it was with only five wins in the last two years to being nationally relevant, ranked in the top 20, 10, three out of five seasons, um, although that hasn't shown anything but also played in two ACC championships um you know I'm leaving this place better than I found it um but you know if he just left after winning eight football games then it would just kind of be like you know job's not finished type deal so right that's how I look at it I, think I guess other I go into it what too, do you man. think about next year without a generational like are you worried about next year like Tez will be gone. I think is McCollum gone. Defense. Tez has another season if he wants it. Um, we've McCollum. got guys coming back. We have, a, we have a good football team coming back. We just need to get a quarterback from the transfer portal. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a downgrade quarterback, obviously. It's going to be a downgrade, but we're going to have, um, I mean, top two running back in the ACC back along with weapons at receiver. I'm not worried about our receiving receiving core at all, um, but I don't know. We don't even talk about next year. We got we got games to play this year. Speaking of running back, Miami's true freshman Mark Fletcher. I don't know if y'all saw that game went around. That dude's a beast. Um, true freshman, true freshman. He's a beast. big guy or quick. He's big guy. He's he's a monster. Um, did did y'all did y'all talk about Louisville and Virginia Tech? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mentioned Flavor. that I mentioned that Louisville or I mentioned that Virginia Tech is third in the ACC race right now at three and one in the ACC. Yeah. If they win Saturday, they're in second by themselves. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and their schedule after that is BC State, Virginia. Who do they have this week? Oh, they're at Louisville. Virginia Tech. They'll get smacked. Yeah, we'll beat them. Don't worry. That's a big game. A lot to play for there. Is it at Virginia Tech? Nah, nah it's, it's at Louisville. Louisville. 
Dude, yeah. oh wow. That that would that would be a lot on uh NC State's shoulders. Dude, especially. some of this is just like scheduling. Like I mean Louisville's I mean Louisville's got a win over Duke and then their next best win is they got smacked and by Pitt. The next best win is State. And that and they should have lost that damn game. Night to Georgia Tech. Y'all remember that game? I think we were in Charlotte for the Carolina South Carolina game, and Georgia Tech yeah. was beating them by two scores. Yeah, we were watching ACC that. ACC is kind of ACC's been kind of wild. I think a lot of the conferences are honestly kind of wild right now. College football is wild this season. I Definitely. love it. I'm afraid. I'm afraid our like Alabama, Alabama is seven and one playing. Uh, who playing this week? Someone good. LSU. 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 I mean, that's a big game for them. I mean, they could potentially run the freaking table and go play Georgia in the SEC championship. No doubt. Yeah. That would be nuts. That would be Nick Saban. That would be easily his best job if he takes his freaking Alabama team and plays Georgia in the SEC championship. Say they beat them. Then you got to put him in the college football playoff. For sure. And then, do you, and then do you take Georgia out? I mean, right now I think it's what I think they. Yeah. Then, then, think, then you got to put them back in there, and then you got the loaded Pac-12. You only get one team. You, in got, the Pac-12. you got Florida State, and you got Ohio State. I mean, what would you do? You take one from Big Ten, one from Pac-12, Florida State, and and you let the SEC run dominant when Pac-12's been the Team like say what if Oregon plays Washington again and Oregon beats Washington this time? I don't know. Pretty fun. Yeah, and what's Love what's gonna happen with Michigan? Dude, Michigan's gonna beat Ohio State. Michigan's a way better football team, I think. Well, I mean, they just, got this all this investigation stuff. Is that just gonna roll through though? Like, they're not gonna get. Oh. It's not gonna be able to. It's not gonna finish or anything's gonna That's come from it in time for them to leave them out. Did y'all see that? Did y'all see that video of it was like Ohio State was flipping the call at the line of scrimmage, and the all the Michigan coaches and players were like looking to the other side and like immediately like changed the play call. Like they, it was so obvious that they knew the signs from Ohio State, which is why. Yeah, and then uh, I think CJ Stroud threw a sixty-yard touchdown pass that next play. (laughs) Yeah, did he actually? Yeah, it was a touchdown. So, is everybody in Florida State, Louisville, ACC championship, or is Patrick holding off? I don't think Louisville's going to lose another game. No, Louisville lost to Pitt, so anything can happen. Louisville lost to Pitt. Pitt seventeen. Yeah, and Louisville beat Notre Dame, and Notre Dame just made Pitt look like freaking VMI playing state. Did y'all see what Pitt's head coach had to say about his football team? They got throttled. How he didn't recruit good enough players or something? Yeah, he was like, I didn't – we we lost 26 players last year or something like that, and I did not do my job of replacing them. Like, basically giving up on his players right now, which is absolutely terrible as a head coach. But Yeah, he's horrible. And Louisville, Louisville's at Miami. I think Miami beats Louisville. It'll just depend. Like if if Miami loses Saturday, they're gonna get smacked by Florida State, and then they're six and four. 
Louisville's got everything. I don't know. Things I feel like just things like that will change it. Like but yeah, if Miami beats state and then they go play close to Florida State. I don't know. I don't I don't have a ton of confidence in Miami right now. Florida State's tough. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, shoot, Louisville plays Virginia, who all of a sudden is like <laughs> freaking world beaters. Yeah, they're just looking. At, they're just looking to muck stuff up. Dude, Musket's a baller. I mean, he really is. And that Washington kid, uh, Malik Washington, he's a he dog. Is, he's, he's a, a dog. Monster. He killed he's a us. monster. We also didn't want to tackle any, anything that game. It was insane. I don't know how they're two and six. I mean, they're the best two and six team in the country. I mean, they, they lost to BC early in the year, like week three. Is makes sense. Lost to lost to JMU, who's actually undefeated right now. JMU's always not a good club. Oh uh, wow, yeah, JMU's ranked, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, twenty-three. Played them to one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Is Miami ranked this week? I know UNC fell out and Duke. Yeah, not to mention, it was a perfect weekend to be an NC State fan. Wake Forest lost, Duke lost, UNC lost, and the Wolfpack got the dub. Miami is we not still have a worse record than North Carolina and Duke. The Don't playoff take... rankings come out tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Hey, John, why don't you get on ESPN right now, and we'll just do the parlay with you so we can go ahead and wrap this thing up. Uh, Miami minus four. <laughs> That's not allowed. That's allowed for the guest. I will not be taking that one. NC State money line. Hey, how about Virginia-Georgia Tech? I'm very interested in that game because our teams have been playing them over the past few weeks, and – they're the yeah, most weird teams of all time. I don't, I don't even give a damn who wins that game. I just I don't I either, but it's like it's just funny. I mean, shoot, Georgia Tech's sitting there at three and two in the ACC. They're in fourth. Yeah, I saw I Virginia. Think Georgia Tech's going to win that ball game. They're in Virginia's fourth. favorite. Virginia's favorite against Georgia Tech, Pat. Yeah, and UVA's what? favorite at home at two and six. Yeah, well, there you go. I got Georgia Tech. I'm probably actually going to obliterate that <laughs> i don't know if i want to touch it we'll do georgia tech's definitely better than uva not if malik washington goes off for like four tutties <laughs> mm. well wow. uh, yeah i love damn college football is unc ready for basketball season <laughs> yeah man we're always we always have a team in chapel hill brother you don't gotta worry about that I'm just letting you know, I'm hopping from tailgate to tailgate. I'm on my daddy's dome. I'm on my brother's dome. I'm on your dome. I'm on all the Gerard's dome. I'm on anybody associated with North Carolina State University's dome. And I'm walking out there like this. Yep. And you're going to be walking out there like this after. I would never do that. My hands aren't even my, – my hands can't even flip over like that. It's, it's physically impossible for me. It only goes straight up. Dang, John. I'm on the Miami Hurricane, Hurricane on Saturday at 8. Uh, I believe the green orange. John, if you lose to us in Raleigh, this might be the most memorable defeat of – or memorable season losing at UNC and at State in one year. 
You're going to be devastated, bud. Oh, it's a reality, brother. It'll be brutal. Won't hear from me mm-hmm. for weeks. <laughs> oh. Might have to catch yep. me, might have to catch me uh, after Groundhog Day because I'm going to be real quiet. <laughs> if I, if I, what's, what's Buddy's name? Philosophy, Phil. How you say that word? Philosophical? Nah, the little, what's the little groundhog dude's name? Something Phil. I have no clue. I don't know who the groundhog is. Man, y'all went to, man, I gotta get that Washington education. We talked about Groundhog Day. If he shows us, if he comes out, then winter will be long or something like that. Do your research. It's, it's, I clearly know what I'm talking about. So y'all do your research. You don't know what you're talking about. His name is the shadow. Then it's an extra six weeks of winter. Yeah, it's something like that. That's in like February. What are you talking about? Uh, I thought it was for daylight savings. About that, I was like, "Who is this groundhog?" And like, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, John. John, if we go out. After NC State gets a dub on Saturday, we get one. We get one more extra hour of drinking Saturday yep. night. Shots on the loser. loser. Yep. yep, I love it. Easily. <laughs> All right, let's jump into the parlay. It's getting late. Uh, we'll let John get back to bed, old man. Um, you got a okay, pick, John? Do I? You got a pick? Are you picking uh, Miami? Notre Dame minus three. At Clemson. Hey, that's a good one. All right. I like that. Clemson's obviously down. Um, AJ was just talking about Bama. They got a big one, I think. Is it at Bama or is it at LSU? I'm pretty sure it's at Bama. Yeah, Bama minus three is my pick. I know our parlay's been slacking recently, uh, but we promise one of them's going to hit, and when it does, we will make it known. Uh, So Bama minus three. Trust in Nick Saban. And we'll swing it over to AJ now. Oklahoma minus five and a half. Got to get my got to get my roommate back up. Big Oklahoma guy. He was pissed this past weekend. Who did they lose to? Kansas. Yeah, it was so Rough. tight. Yeah. So. <laughs> they were on their way to the college football playoff, and they just beat Texas again in the Big Twelve. That's right. Yeah, he, he's not a heavy man. Uh, I felt awkward being in the same room with him watching it. It was weird. <laughs> but I got the boys. I got the Sooners. Boomer Sooner. There you go. My uh, connection's messing up. That looks I don't like know if you hear me or not, but my pick's Georgia Tech teams. plus two. Um, For Rutt. Freaking Rutledge. <laughs> I got Georgia Tech plus two. Uh, uh, I think they're a better football team. Shit. What has Walt been saying to you this week? Uh, I mean, Walt is just the most Kool-Aid drinking fan of all time. <laughs> He's a player. But dude, no, with the Gerards, it is. Boys. They are birthed. They are birthed to love NC State blindly. Yeah. I mean, he's already looking at the schedule for next year, talking about they're going to win 12 games. And I'm just, I'm talking them off the, I'm talking them off the ledge. Yeah. <laughs> all righty. Well, we're going to, uh, well, we're, using ahead. John's pick. we're using John's pick for the, the three-team parlay, three-leg parlay this week. <laughs> the rut is at- <laughs> This will be the one that wins. 
Yeah, we just had to we just had to kick Patrick off. Uh, but we're gonna have to wrap it up here, John. I will see you on Saturday, and uh, I look very forward to it. And twenty seven seventeen. We didn't even give our predictions yet. I forgot about that. Twenty seven seventeen for John. I, I like. Uh, I think it's gonna be low scoring. I'm gonna say twenty four. I'm giving y'all 10 points. I think our defense waxes y'all. Come on, 24-10. 14 double-digit win in the Carter because y'all don't know anything about it. AJ, you want to run one? Nah. Just for- <laughs> there we have it. I'm going ahead and going ahead and stopping recording, and here we go. Peace.